Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk podcast, this is Who Charted. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Who Charted, the most exciting six minutes in markets. You know the rules. Uh, we're going to do six charts in six minutes, brought to you by Research by Potomac. As With me, as always, is Drew Wells. Uh, we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to get right into it. Drew, what's the first chart? All right, we've got microcaps up here. This is one of the uh, most watched risky areas, risk proxies of the market, if you will, uh, for equity. So... Breaking down uh, below that 135 level in the early part of uh, this year, late last year, below a declining 50-day moving average. Um, we've had a couple bounces there off that 118 level, so we're, it's going to be interesting to see if we uh, get some continued strength uh, or continued um, you know, resilience holding that level. But take a look relative to the S&P 500 here. In a downtrend, it's been in a downtrend for arguably a little bit over a year. Uh, have recently retaken that 50-day moving average of the ratio to the upside. It's trading right in there in that zone of uh, relative support resistance, a really long-term area. So if microcaps are going to start to lift off here, this is an area that we're watching on a relative basis, particularly in that 118 level on the absolute chart. Probably not a lot of people talking about microcaps these days. All right, my first chart is the Bloomberg Commodity Index. I mean, I'm, I'm not an original thinker here. Uh, everybody's finally waking up to commodities. I mean, something that we've been talking about for uh, for a while, but this is a weekly chart of the Bloomberg Commodity Index going back as far as we have data. And what should jump off the screen um, at you is kind of towards the bottom. Last week's one week rate of change was um, the highest upside ever for the Bloomberg Commodity Index. Now. We've been highlighting a level in the 90.95 area for a while. I think as long as we're above that area, uh, you have to be playing for further upside to the 130 to 140 area uh, in terms of where this trend could go. The pools are certainly in control, but even after the big run that's played out since the summer of 2020, last week, biggest one week upside ever. All right, another uh, risky area of the market, if you will, that a lot of people watch as a, as a proxy for uh, risk appetite is biotechs within within equities, right? So big topping pattern here uh, into, into 2021 and really rolling over into this year below. Look at look at how uh, this ETF found resistance to the 50-day moving average back in uh, quarter four of last year uh, and then just continue to roll over to the downside. So it's interesting to see uh, biotech's getting some support right here around 123, around 124. It's a pretty long-term zone. It's the highs back in the fall uh, of 2020. Um, so take a look again relative to the S&P 500. This is a much different story than what you're seeing in microcaps. You're seeing that continued downtrend below the 50-day moving average of the ratio, continuing to print lower highs and lower lows. It's not a good look for biotech's here. It's going to be interesting to watch this uh, you know, 123, 124 level over the long term. Uh, but the, the biotech bulls are definitely going to want to see this one uh, uh, hold. All right. Second chart for me is kind of one that pushes against consensus, I think, a little bit because everybody's waiting for the rate hikes. Fed told you March is still in play. 
Uh, with that being said, the 10-year Treasury note price in the top panel uh, rallied last week to retake the key 128 level, close above the 10-week moving average. I think that if we can get above 130, uh, you'll start to clear the 40-week moving average, and you have to say to yourself at that point that the bulls are taking control of the trend. Now, we wrote a note about a week and a half ago uh, for research by Potomac clients saying, what if the rate risk is to the downside? The consensus view is that rates are moving higher. So I said, what if the risk is to the downside? 10-year yield at the bottom of the chart, breaking below the key 175 support level. I think this needs to be on your radar screen because I think it could surprise a lot of people if we continue to see strength uh in treasury note prices and downside in the yield all right relationships matter right and they matter just as much in the market as they do in real life so uh this is a really interesting chart uh, uh we talk a lot about direction but i don't think we talk about some other characteristics of the market and we wanted to introduce some of that on this episode this is a percentage of s p 500 components uh, with a rolling one month correlation of greater than 0.75. It's a mouthful, I know, but all that really means in plain English is the number of stocks that are trading really closely with the index. So one of the things that you'll notice in early this year is that the index sold off, but not a lot of stocks uh, were trading along uh, or very closely with the index, right? We've seen a much bigger build in that relationship uh, as the index is sort of on this second leg of the sell-off. So what does that mean? It just means that Within each individual stock, there's a lot more market-related risk than there is idiosyncratic or stock-specific risk you know, within the marketplace. So correlations are typically very cyclical. You'll notice that over time, and it's one that we're keeping an eye on. All right, so this is kind of interesting to me in light of Drew's, uh, a couple of Drew's charts, right? He's pointing out microcaps and biotechs, two of the riskier areas of the market, uh, kind of finding support levels on an absolute basis, even if they still have a little work to do uh, on a relative basis. But check out the NASDAQ 100. This is essentially the Qs. Uh, this is the index um, that the queues follow. Uh, we closed below a key support level uh, last week. Uh, we do have a momentum divergence, but so far price is not re responding to it. But I want to highlight the bottom of this chart. Relative to the S&P 500, this is in a clear downtrend. Below resistance level, below a declining 50-day uh, moving average. Um, so it's interesting. We've highlighted small caps as showing leadership. You know, Drew's pointing out micro caps, maybe making a turn. Biotech's looking for absolute support. Uh, and the kind of the go-to names over the past few years, the NASDAQ 100, the Qs, uh, are under relative pressure, and that remains the case. I don't see a change just yet. Obviously, we want to continue to pay attention here, but uh, it certainly seems like it's becoming more of a stock picker's um, market below, much further below the surface and away from the, uh, the big uglies. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next video. I clearly went over the 60 seconds on that last chart. I'm bad at that. But thanks anyway for hanging around and listening to what we have to say. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.